And good morning. It's Sunday, February the 2nd, 2020. Come on. <laughs> this is show number 115. And good morning, good morning, welcome to the 115th show. I am your host, Gummo. This is a little podcast that we do once in a while. Oh, boy, what's going on? How are you this morning, this evening, whenever you listen to me, us? <laughs> good Lord, it's... Uh, you know, I've got to get up at two in the morning for this. And, you know, now that I'm on East Coast time, <laughs> there's an hour lost in that. <laughs> I've been trying to adjust with that hour and it's been rather difficult. <laughs> so I'm looking at uh, overcoming new challenges uh, starting tomorrow morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good, good, good to be here. Glad that you've... Uh, taking a moment to put the show on play uh, how's it going with you you know i think the super bowls uh today it's kind of a big thing here in the united states the super bowl the san francisco 49ers are playing the kansas city chiefs and both great teams really and so um yeah i think i think we are all going to tune in uh well i don't even know what time it is i mean it's probably eight or nine o'clock you know how those things are and so uh we're looking you know i'm looking forward to at least part of the festivities uh as i said i have <laughs> have new time constraints and pers personal time constraints to uh adjust to and so i plan on uh, putting that into motion tomorrow <laughs> hopefully uh you're not too constrained either and how is your winter coming along you know here we are at the end of january the beginning of february and if i'm not <laughs> if i'm not mistaken i think that uh we have uh Puxitani phil that thing the groundhog thing anyhow we uh you know we decided to uh switch things up a little bit we're actually in the um kitchen of a, of a restaurant uh and so they were uh, they were they 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 are really concerned uh with uh naming the restaurant so we will uh just say thank you for that and uh the you know hey uh what what do you say you know the uh the graciousness and hospitality of uh uh, people here are is just uh, incredibly amazing and so uh, you know wow but uh, yeah uh, so crash and I decided to uh, dive down here uh, 
set up the lab <laughs> and um we, we've got a nice uh breakfast with the chef and his staff uh here shortly and so that should be um uh fun uh here we are and and <laughs> we're, we're sitting at the chef's table and they're not uh, sure why we're speaking into microphones with a laptop Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's <laughs> you know we were talking before the show, right? And uh, we we were trying to determine you know like um, you know like how you know how uh, you know you know the ins and outs and the hows and whys and stuff like that. And so I don't know. How is your winter going? <laughs> I'll start on a rant and then I won't stop. Ah. Uh. Well, hopefully it's going well. I don't think it's been too treacherous anywhere lately. Uh, certainly not here, but it has been raining a lot and uh, unseasonably cool for um, Florida. But uh, nevertheless, I don't have to deal with ice and salt everywhere on the road. <laughs> I don't miss that at all. Uh, you know, listen, and... Uh, one thing that I w that I was reading on the way over here was, um, you know, because <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, you know, whether or not you know it or not, Google does keep a scary amount of data on you. Um, and even even if you are adept to going in to uh, your settings and whatnot, it's always always a, a good idea to go inside of your your Google accounts because you know hey we all have one right and so uh, it's good to go in from uh and and go to the about me uh section in your privacy sections of um your google accounts and if you are uh, one thing that we discovered you know it did take a, a you know a computer white paper to to figure out uh if if you're if you are sort of being creeped out by ads around you, uh, why don't you stop uh, Google from tracking those ads? And so it, when you log into your Google uh, account page, um, go to your personal info and review the information. And then you can go to the uh, About Me section and um, be sure to look at all of those settings and disable them. Uh, none of those settings need to be enabled. And so... Um, ensuring that your privacy is, uh, you know, is, is guarded as much as possible. Um, because you know, uh, who would have thought Yahoo would have been breached, but, uh, you know, what happened there, right? <laughs> Not saying that's going to happen anytime soon, but you know, uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Google's in better shape than the, um, the country of Canada, where the Prime Minister Trudeau warned recently in a memo that uh, their federal IT systems are at risk of critical failure. Kind of interesting. I always thought, uh, I always thought Canada was more on their IT game in that specific, you know, I don't know. What's that? Bacon? No, no, no. I'll take some some cheese grits, cheese grits, and shrimp. Uh, 
shrimp and cheese grits. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, what can I say? Uh, listen, uh, you know, Raspberry Pis, right? I'm always championing these little fun devices. And uh, I've got a project on the uh, cookbooks for uh, for Raspberry Pis. But uh, if, if you want to build your own Raspberry Pi smart doorbell, uh, you know, there's a, there's a project out there uh, that will actually allow you to do that. Check that out. A Raspberry Pi smart doorbell. Not surprising. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, CERN, those guys, you know, in Switzerland, uh, they announced recently that they are ditching Facebook. And a lot of companies actually use Facebook as their social media platforms. I was, you know, I was uh, surprised to learn that um, how many companies actually use Facebook for their social media stuff. Yeah, that stuff, you know. Oh, oh well. Avast, you know, the uh, antivirus, those antivirus guys, they apologize recently for hurting feelings for selling users' data. Not really sure what happened there. Why? Why? I mean, if you are a... If you are an antivirus vendor, why are you selling your customers' data? Why? What? what? Mm. <laughs> the FBI. <laughs> no, uh, so I'm just doing headlines, man. That's you know, I never have enough time to talk about about crap. Not really. <laughs> the FBI. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah, the FBI launches uh, an investigation into Pegasus spyware vendor over a U.S. citizen hacks. Of course, the NSO group denies any knowledge of a probe taking place. That's kind of silly. You know, Pe if, you, if you are not familiar, just go and search for NRU, NR, <laughs> NRO group and Pegasus software. Uh, and for, you know, if you're feeling technical, uh, if you have a camera and $5, you can now build uh, a license plate reader. Uh, ALPRs. And, you know, that's funny that, uh, I, you know, because the reason I'm mentioning this is that uh, ALPRs are used everywhere. And that was one of the unique things that I saw when I relocated back here to Florida was that uh, in the grocery store Publix, I was walking in the parking lot and I saw a car, uh, just a little small car uh, with its wi rear windows rolled down and um, there was an ALPR system in the back seat with, uh, with HD uh, 4K cameras and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, uh, you, can, you can use sign up for a service, service called Watchman. The $5 a month subscription service allows homeowners to add uh, their open ALPR software to almost any home security camera. Uh, you know, and you can check out more of that. It's really interesting. And yeah, an ALPR, uh, 
they uh, automatic license plate reader, right? And um, they're everywhere, believe it or not. And uh, they're, and, you know, in the northern states, uh, New York, Chicago, the, the larger cities, uh, they have um, ALPRs on light poles, which was interesting to discover. Uh, and if, you know, if you are not uh, familiar with Tesla, you know, those people, uh, they make pretty cool batteries for your home, uh, and they're called a uh, Powerwall, Powerwall battery. Powerwalls are super cool little things. Uh, you know, a, a Powerwall, basically, uh, if you take a couple of these things, I believe they cost, I don't know, I think they're like eight or $9,000 each. But uh, if you go and hang a couple power walls in your garage, specifically if you live in a place like Florida, <laughs> you know, where you run the risk of uh, constant power outages, brownouts, et cetera, hurricanes, tidal waves, floods, earthquakes, uh, a power wall would most likely benefit you, you know, and even if you live in the country or even if you live in a, in the city, um, you know, I think I can get behind and champion the idea of a power wall. Uh, and you, you, it doesn't mean that you have to disconnect from the grid, but you can certainly um, have the grid charge your power wall system uh, when the rates are lowest. Uh, most likely, you know, most often rather, uh, those are uh, at night times, and so. Uh, if you live on an island in the middle of nowhere or in high prone areas where there's always a uh, threat for danger or just uh, no, not a uh, reliable um, source of energy, uh, perhaps a couple power walls will do you well. Why do I say a couple? Because I always believe in redundancy. And so uh, if you are looking at that sort of option, I, I suppose redundancy would probably benefit uh, you the most. No surprise, though. <laughs> no surprise that hackers recently were paid uh, a ransom after they attacked a Canadian insurance firm. Now, listen, uh, insurance firms are really, really dodgy uh, when it comes to reporting these types of incidents because they have a reputation to uphold. And I know that firsthand. Um, a Canadian insurance company recently suffered a ransomware attack, and it wasn't recently, actually, it was last fall, and saw uh, about a thousand of its computers infected, raising questions about what sensitive data may have been accessed by the hackers or whether the firm actually disclosed the breach to its customers. The case has now only come to light because recent court filings uh, have been unmasked. The, of course, the firm is unnamed, and it had uh, purchased coverage in a case of a cyber attack. Uh, the company's uh, uh, UK-based reinsurer paid $950,000 uh, United States dollars to unlock the hijacked files. Uh, and now it's uh, fighting to get the money back from the criminals. And so, um, you know, and that's really basically what, uh, you know, it's going to cost if your company comes under attack with ransomware this day and age. Unfortunately, uh, you are looking at a million dollars right off the bat, like completely off the bat. And so how prepared are you? How prepared are your companies, right? And if that's your thing to make ransomware, I mean, that's, that's your thing. Um, but... Uh, you know, you have to be prepared in both instances. Uh, if you are making the ransomware and you are spreading it via, you know, 
your own code or as a service. I mean, you that those are your chances that you're taking, and you and um, who am I to tell you what chance to take? Right? Um, good for you. Hope you get the Lambo. Um, but uh, there's also the flip side to that coin, and the people. Uh, that are affected by that, you know, the, the the people that get in their car every day, every morning, and drive to the office to uh, have a normal life, and so uh, those are the people um, that suffer the most in the, those sort of instances, and uh, you know, and that's what's going to cost uh, when uh, your company is held up in that that fashion. Hopefully, it doesn't happen to you or your company. But it happens to everyone, including the UN, you know, the United Nations, right? Recently, they confirmed that it suffered a serious hack. Uh, But the twist is that they actually did not uh, inform anybody. Uh, You know, um, they they were uh, the victim of a massive, most likely state-sponsored hacker attack last summer. And uh, according to recent reports from the new, uh, you know, the Associated Press, uh, to make matters worse, the organization did not dis- disclose the details or severity of the hack until uh, the publications actually obtained um, internal documents on the situation. And so, uh, let that be a lesson. And no one is exempt from those types of uh, scenarios. And um, it, it just, um, it, it, it's again, it's a million dollars right off the bat. Uh, I, I, and you know, it, it, I've warned people, uh, many people have warned people in the past as well about where you are using your credit card and information, right? But it doesn't matter, you know, the Wawa stores, come on, Wawa. <laughs> if you're not familiar with uh, Wawa, it's like 7-Eleven, right? It's, uh, it's a convenience store chain. Um, I never actually heard of them until we drove to Hope in 2010 or 2016 uh we stopped at a wawa that was interesting but nevertheless uh in december 2019 they disclosed a major security breach that impacted 860 retail stores up to 30 million transactions card data you get it You got that Paul, Paul, what, what are they playing? Paul Hardcastle. It's pretty cool. <sighs> hey, you know, I've also spoken about the dangers of uh, sim swapping, right? If, if you want to know, you know, just sim swapping, right? It's a thing. It's where um, uh Criminals actually will swap out um, your subscriber identity module on your phone, aka the little chip. Uh, you know, recently, um, uh, it, sim swappers have been particularly interested in a tool called Omni from Verizon that allows criminals to take over uh, phone numbers, and uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of criminals have been after that specific uh, bit of t- uh, software, uh, and uh, it, it's it, Verizon is has been doing everything they can to um, you know keep the tool out of criminals' hands. But once they have access to the tools, uh, the hackers are able to carry out full SIM swapping uh, attacks, and uh, it's 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 
pretty pretty uh, dangerous stuff uh the yeah they will try to trick telecom employees into logging into fake login pages etc and so um it's 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 truly a thing and uh it's something to be on on uh, alert about and it can happen to anyone Uh, recently, recently, one of Australia's biggest internet providers had a nationwide outage. That's—I think that happened here in the United States as well on the same day where uh, Comcast went out for a a whole day or most of the day. Uh, LabCorp, you know those people who um, you know do the whole um, LabCorp thing. Uh, they they also suffered a breach. <laughs> same same day same thing different way. Uh, their customer retention system was compromised. I'm just reading through these headlines. You know that's what I'm doing. Uh, Thirty four years ago, uh, the space shuttle broke apart and killed everyone on board. Where were you when the space shuttle exploded? If you were alive. Uh, I know where I was. I was at uh, Landon Junior High. <laughs> I was in the dean's office, of course. I really was. <laughs> I really was. Crash is like, what? <laughs> Anyone remember Hotmail? <laughs> Does anybody really remember Hotmail? You know, uh, Hotmail was once one of the cutting, most cutting edge things uh, on the internet. And now it's uh, a relic from the dial up internet days. Is anybody even. <laughs> Is that. <laughs> I don't know. It gets nutsier. Uh, recently, an Arizona driver got caught in the HOV lane with a skeleton riding shotgun. Uh, Arizona State Troopers uh, patrolling a highway HOV lane uh, recently were not fooled when they came across a vehicle occupied by a driver and a uh, partially clothed skeleton. The 62-year-old driver was pulled over Thursday on State Road 101 in Phoenix and issued a $400 ticket for illegal use of an HOV lane to bypass traffic. The motor unit that pulled up next to the vehicle looked inside the vehicle and at that point pretty much realized that the passenger in the front row was actually a skeleton. Uh, the fake skeleton had on a camo hat and was sitting upright in the passenger seat held in place by rope. Uh, troopers, of course, snapped a photo of uh, Skeletor and posted it promptly to Twitter. <laughs> and on the tweet as well, it said, think, uh, think you can use the HOV lane with Skeletor riding shotgun? You're dead wrong. And, uh, you know, it's... Eh, whatever. I give the guy credit. He tried. <laughs> a skeleton. <laughs> it was a fake skeleton, but still. Oh my God. Oh. You know, uh, blurring your face to protect your identity can be easily reversed using AI. Did you know that? <laughs> According to a paper by Zai Shen, 
I proposed that uh, an application to uh, actually reverse the effects of blurred images uh, utilizing and harnessing the power of AI. Uh, what's of interest to the model of this machine learning is a pattern uh, match subset of AI that is, uh, that is available to deblur uh, just about any object. So think about that uh, if, you <laughs> if you have a blurred photo out there. I don't know. Do you have? Hopefully, you don't have a blurred photo out there. Anyhow, uh, you know, just wanted to uh, swing in. Uh, we, we are going to um, grab a bite to eat. Uh, wanted to say everything's, uh, you know, everybody's checking in well. Hopefully, you are. Uh, be sure to check us out on the website, our website, hackers.xxx, and uh, just check us out anywhere that uh, podcasts are. You know, just search for hackers. God, where was I? All right, uh, <laughs> be sure to check out. Uh, be sure to check out. Uh, be sure to check us out. I know I said that already, but I don't know. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> just wanted to swing in and do the headlines and all that crap. And uh, until the next show, I think we have. Uh, <laughs> what? The, I don't even what. Listen, I'm out of here. I will see you guys next week for uh, next week's show. All right. Take care. Bye.
every night. 